0: So in the Western world, I think that we are programmed to sit at a desk all day and work.
1: Mm -hmm. Our
0: bodies are meant to move. We're human beings, we're human doings, right? Our bodies are meant to move and the more mobility you can keep it in and the more like a car, you gotta run that car, you gotta oil that car, you gotta maintain that car. It's same like our bodies, our bodies are our temples and the way that it's taking us through the world, right? You are listening to the Business Leadership Podcast with Edwin Fondozo.
1: Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. Whenever, wherever you're checking this out, thank you for joining me. This is the Business Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo. On this episode, I had the absolute pleasure to invite and sit down with a very good friend of mine, Catherine Tanaka. She's an amazing fitness expert and a mindset coach, and also a fellow podcaster. She's the host and producer of The Body Project podcast. And Catherine believes that investing in yourself and your health will give you the biggest ROI on living your best self. So this episode was really fun. I mean, Catherine and I have known each other for quite some time. And really, and we talk about everything from fitness, hustling hard, and really how you could find self-mastery in your own life. I mean, I really, there's just so many points and I'm really excited for you to listen to this. And, and one of the things is, is really like how movement and like just simple things like going out for a walk, getting out in nature will always benefit with you. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast, Catherine.
0: So excited to be here, Edwin. Thank you so much for having me.
1: my gosh, Catherine, this is a long time coming. I know a little bit about this story, but I'm really interested in the story of how you got to where you are. Like, what point in your life did you decide that, you know, Catherine, I just want to help you?
0: Growing up as this Asian kid in Toronto being bullied, fitness was the first time for me that I felt empowered. And that started out at the ages 15, 60, and that then transitioned to me studying kinesiology in university, and then having multiple fitness certifications. That was kind of a part-time job for many years, and it wasn't until I became a mother that really changed a lot of things for me, and where it kind of shifted into how do I want to serve people? Because as you know, I was a dental hygienist for a decade, doing fitness from 1999 part-time, and I never saw it as a real quote-unquote job. But it wasn't until becoming a mom and really looking to find balance for myself and really to find ways of like, how can I take care of myself with working full time, running this business part time, having this little human and wanting to really find a balance, right? And so I found that I wasn't alone in that. A lot of women struggled with how do I find time for myself, take care of myself, feel good about myself while also being able to give exponentially to others, right? And kind of like Gabor Mate speaks about, right, the best way to show our kids to take care of themselves and love themselves and self-love is for us to do it ourselves, right? And so it really was the catalyst for me to start exploring and expanding my business that I've now been running for over a decade now. Um of supporting women in their mindset and body transformation.
1: I want to really get into the science. When it comes to exercise and movements for business leaders, entrepreneurs, creators, how does that, in your mind, or what you've researched and what you practice, how does that get someone into flow, being, being very productive and focused?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So movement related to productivity has been well researched, right? You can pull up some of the best PubMed research looking at things out of Harvard, even looking at how movement and exercise physiologically changes our state that really allows our neurological functioning to be optimized, right? And I know that with my clients firsthand, when they add in fitness and look at wellness as a whole, that quantifiably increases their energy, right? But what actually is happening here, Edwin, like when we think about the science of it, from a cellular perspective, if you go back to you know, biology 101 in grade 10, when we learned about the cell, the mitochondria in the cell, which is the powerhouse, the energy center of the cell, when you exercise, it challenges your body to produce more of that. And so what actually happens is that exercise will boost your cellular output, will boost this brain power and this energy power of your cells, and therefore it's convertible to productivity. So what leaders, business leaders find, and you know this as well as me, a lot of my execs, the lawyers the doctors the ceo are those that are finding time to i don't know how they do it often do triathlons do the marathons do the things because it does exponentially give back to your well-being and your you know your output ability of brain power and productivity
1: when you're creating energy is there a i'm not going to say a right time is there a wrong time when we should exercise
0: Well, I look there's a lot of signs around what the optimal time is. Right. I'm of the belief that if you can get it in and it supports you and it feels good and it feels like it increases your output, there isn't a wrong time. It's optimal to get it in first thing or in your day so that you can actually benefit from that from your day. And if you do it before your trying to go to sleep, it's going to hinder your circadian rhythm to go into your deep sleep. So ideally, in the beginning of your day, I find as a busy entrepreneur, getting it in first thing is the best way for me. Because as we know, there's business, there's kids, there's life, there's, you know, to do lists. So I'm of the belief if you can get it in early, then you're
1: winning. Is there an amount of time that y- that you may say, Catherine, to your clients or people you're working with that says, you know what, that's actually too little. You need to get this amount of time in to make it worth your while?
0: Well, I think a couple things. I think you have to look at your goal. Like what is the goal of getting exercise in? Because sometimes it's about, and you know this, right? In business, in leadership, in self-leadership, consistency is key, right? If you can get in an hour today, but then you're not getting in anything else for the rest of the week, I would rather someone get 10 minutes in per day. To move their body, get that blood flowing, challenge the body, get those mitochondria awake and being like, okay, we're here, then to only do an hour a week, right? If you can show up 10 minutes a day, and that's what I do in my programs, right? My 100-day program, like your 100x life. I support busy women to how do we consistently input 15, 20 minutes a day, because we can all figure out 15 minutes in our day to put it in as, you know, showing up for ourselves, time investment ourselves, health investment for ourselves. So I know for me, minimum threshold is 10, 15 minutes, I would say, because you want to be able to warm up the body, to move the body, and then cool down and stretch the body, right? So 10, 15 minutes minimum.
1: Is there is there a point in... In someone's career, and I, I've not career within their life, where you're like, okay, maybe you can't be exercising like you were in your twenties and thirties. Maybe it's maybe you need to move to more something like a yoga exercise, or is that would that still suffice for those to build those those energy energy stores and not?
0: So in the Western world, I think that we are programmed to sit at a desk all day and work.
1: Mm-hmm. Our
0: bodies are meant to move. We're human beings. We're human doings, right? We need to move. It doesn't have to be extreme, right? Like even the workouts that you did with me through COVID when we are doing these virtual classes, yeah. it's not about... In- crazy intensity. It's how can we move your body functionally to keep it working well, right? And even if that means like for, you know, business leaders that are really tapped for time, is it parking your car a couple blocks away? Is it taking the stairs instead of the elevator? Is it literally when you're on a conference call, moving your body? Is it literally sitting at your desk? You know, some people call it movement snacks, doing some stretching. Our bodies are meant to move and the more mobility you can keep it in and the more like a car, you got to run that car you got to oil that car you got to maintain that car it's same like our bodies our bodies are our temples and the way that it's taking us through the world right so just moving it it doesn't have to be intense take the stairs find what works consistently do those things
1: i enjoy running in the sense that because i get out i'm in nature and i get to run to the water which i do at least once or twice a week Mm. but i'm like oh swimming is a a full body workout as long as i guess as long as you're getting the heart rate up yeah (laughs) but you know
0: (laughs) I guess two things about that. So like you, I'm all about optimizing, right? And that's yes. why I support women on how do we maximize our ROI? Kind of like in business, right? If you look at those fundamental things that actually get us farther, spending time doing resistance movements doesn't have to be heavy, right? But to challenge our energy systems, whether it's muscular or endurance with our heart, is important. And it could be just power walking, Edwin, right? And then when you look at the, so from a metabolic health perspective, when you look at the research with resistance training, especially for women, that will hugely benefit you. With women and our hormones, when you hit 35, your body, you you don't maintain the muscle mass the, the same way that you used to. And so every year you lose a pound of muscle mass, is another year that your body's energy systems shift. When you look at also the research from a mental health perspective and a well-being perspective, Tai Chi, in fact, is a well-researched thing. And if you can think about those times that you've seen in the park, the people that are doing this slow movement, it's not vigorous, it's not getting their heart rate up, at a crazy amount at all, it is continuous movement that is slow and controlled using balance, mobility, agility, right, because you're balancing weight transfer, that has shown from a longevity standpoint to be completely sound. So I'm of the belief if you can add in the swimming, if that makes you excited and it feels good, if you can add in the power walking, if you can socialize and go for a walk with people, movement, getting out in nature is always going to benefit you.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And it's funny, I always, every morning, right now, when I'm recording this, I take Jade, my daughter, to her day camp, which is just, yeah. just literally right across the park here where I live downtown Toronto. And there's always this group of older people doing Tai Chi. And I'm like, I gotta ask them, can I just join them? So
0: you don't know this so I When I was in New York last month, we stayed right by Bryant Park. For those of you yeah, in New York, I love, love that park. city, yeah. right? Jordan and I, a couple mornings went to have coffee because it's so beautiful. New York City, first thing in the morning, like Toronto, it's quiet, it's calm. There's this beautiful energy Mm -hmm. and there was Tai Chi in the park. So there I am with my coffee doing (laughs) Tai Chi, right? Yes. I swear to God. And they invited me and I did the whole little thing. Jordan's like, you're so crazy. I was there like doing the Tai Chi. And they said, we are doing this every morning. Come. It's such a beautiful, welcoming community. So I promise you, they would love for you to join you
1: I'm curious, and for those who are listening, I'm sure is really curious. For someone like yourself who is a practitioner when it comes to leading people with their healthy lifestyle, their mindset, and all that type of stuff, like what are you doing today, Catherine? What are some of your personal practices that you're stacking in that's helping you continually grow to continually keep fit and developing as a leader?
0: Yeah. So I guess on a personal side, in terms of my fitness, I have a consistent practice of I do resistance training every single day, four days, four to five days a week. Uh, I keep that in right now. I'm adding in about 20 minutes of cardio twice a week. Just, you know, just challenging myself in a different way. And I'm always getting in about 10,000 steps a day. Right, just as a baseline of activity, keeping myself well-oiled, well-moving. And as you know, I run those online programs, those classes, so I do it with my clients, right? It's all functional movement. It's all resistance-based exercise, uh, really looking to maintain or support muscle mass increase. And then from a business leadership standpoint, you know this, I lead by example. Leading by example is very important to me, and I'm always looking for ways to consistently expand my knowledge and skill base, right? So right now, I'm just in the the end of completing my Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Meets Fitness. This is the CBT Meets Fitness certification that a fellow fitness professional, Jill Bunny, created with her doctorate in uh, CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, but using those practices to implement it for fitness professionals. Mindset is a big piece of what I do, as you know, Edwin, uh, with my women to really support the continuation and consistency of getting in their fitness and their nutrition, often it always starts with the mindset and continuation of that. And then, you know, as long as you and I have known each other, investing in masterminds and things like that is a really big way for me to impact my business to continuously expand my impact on others so i currently have a business strategist i'm part of way too many masterminds i'm also part of a big financial investment into this women's led group of these powerhouse entrepreneurs that are doing exactly that scaling and expanding their group so it's really about playing to get comfortable with the discomfort of playing outside my comfort zone
1: what are the biggest factors or th- that when it comes for someone who's thinking or talking to you now, Catherine, and they want to live their best life? What would you tell them depending what to focus on or what their main focus on should be? And these are specifically people who are typically, I guess, connecting with you.
0: Yeah. So I guess the top three, three things I would say is number one, get clear on what your best life vision is. Right. This is actually how I start, you know, my hundred day program. It's a visioning exercise. It's not until you really know where you want to go or what that best life. Oh my goodness. What that best life looks like to you that you can actually reverse and engineer, which we've spoken about often that how do we, actually get there, right? For example, my best life may be completely different than your best life and what you want, right? So it's important to get clear on what that is for you, right? Once you know what that best life looks like for you and what you desire, finding the daily practices that will give you access to that whether it's something that you're doing today or not looking at what are those practices in my business in my mindset in my you know interactions with myself and others with my nutrition with my movement whatever it is right with your self-care with you know creativity whatever it is that's your jam look at what are those practices that you're doing and how can you have consistency in the ones that are going to roadmap to that best life right i often say to my clients don't give up on what your best self desires for what your not yet upgraded self wants now right mm-hmm. and then i would say finally something that i'm even practicing for myself edwin you know this is don't take it so seriously right have more fun with it all it gets to be light and it gets to not have to be rushed i am like the quintessential hustler and i like to go hard and what i'm learning is that i don't need to take it so seriously it can be fun. And you know, sometimes there's there's divine timing and things, but consistently showing up for yourself, acknowledging that you're doing your best with what you have. And if you constantly show up in that with that intention, I think it will get you to where you desire to be.
1: I definitely want to leave the people who are listening a final thought, an observation, something that you could probably add on that you didn't when you're talking about visioning about their best lives. Mm -hmm. Because when it comes to the podcast, I'm looking for an actionable recommendation that someone who's listening, you know what, I'm going to do that right now.
0: I would say mindset matters. I mean, I can give you many, but mindset matters, right? Um, It makes a difference of how you step into your day, what the intention is, and those practices that are top of mind, right? And this isn't like your to-do list top of mind, but what do you say to yourself during your shower thoughts or the moments that you're disappointed? What kind of mindset do you go around with? Is it uh, an inkling towards positivity and self-support and self-mastery, or is it self-deprecating and non-supportive and perhaps something that you would never utter to anybody outside of just yourself, right? And then I would also say just Be humble. Take time to take care of yourself and those around you. Keep your eye on the prize, right? Create a community like you have, Edwin, that you can tap into to serve to and to feel supported by. I would say those are the things, really.
1: Amazing, Catherine. Thank you for joining us on the Business Leadership Podcast.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: That's it, folks. Thank you for taking the time to join with me on another episode of the Business Leadership Podcast. Will, this, this episode was with Katherine Tanaka talking about living your best self. For any of the resources that we talked about and we shared, simply go to thebusinessleadership.com slash 167. Again, that's com slash 167 or simply click the link in the show notes below. If you haven't done so yet, please do subscribe rate and leave a comment on your favorite podcast player I do check it out definitely love to read all the comments or message me on Instagram at Edwin 100x and say hello I'd love to I'd love to say hi back until next time do your best while living the 100x life
0: Thank you for listening to the business leadership podcast with Edwin Fondozo.